0: Welcome to the weekly podcast dedicated to amazing people with incredible journeys, but how did they get there? Who were the characters that impacted their stories and how are they paying it forward now? Sit back and be inspired to go out and make a difference in the origin stories of the people, you know, and even some that you don't. Welcome to the prequel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of the Prequel Podcast. I am your host, Mike Azelina, and I am so thrilled to be here with you for the journey we're about to take together, for the time that you're about to take to listen to me weekly, and for all of the stories that we're about to share, both on here and in the community that we build on social media, I want to say... Thank you, thank you, thank you. You see, stories have always been such an important part of my life. When I sit in a presentation and the presenter standing in front of me who's giving their all to the conversation tells me that they have a story, I lean in as far as my body will allow me to lean in without getting into the personal space of the person sitting near me. I respond to story. I connect To story and i know that i have all these interwoven moments throughout my life where story has impacted me where people have impacted me and that's where the concept of this show comes from and we're going to get a little bit more into that later but first i think it's important that i tell you a little bit about who i am and why i'm here and how i got here what is my prequel So let's talk through that um, here for the next few moments, and then I promise we'll get into how this podcast came about. So again, if it's the first time that you've um, seen or heard from me, my name is Mike Azalina. Uh, I'm a recently retired, I guess, quotes, um, elementary school principal uh, and loved what I did. Um, but I'm going to start a little bit further back. I'm not going to go all the way back because over time, you'll learn all about me and my um, life experiences and, and you know, how I got here. But let's just start with this and, and how I got into the education world. And, and I started at Elizabethtown College, which is a very small school um, in the middle of central Pennsylvania. And I'm still in central Pennsylvania um, with my wife, Andrea, who I met at Elizabethtown and was a huge part of my prequel every single day um, since I've met her has made a lasting imprint in some capacity in on my life and who I am as a human being. So first and foremost, I want to thank her for the support in getting to this point because I have been chaos, pure chaos, as I move around this house trying to figure out what's next and what else I got to do and what little piece I have to put together to get to this so we both attended Elizabethtown College, where we um, had a very main, stable uh, group of friends that we shared. We had Andrea's friends, we had Mike's friends, we kind of came together and became a collective, and, and we still keep in touch with so many of those people. Again, all people who have impacted me in some way. But after that, I had received my first teaching job in Mannheim Township School District. It was a second grade teaching job. So I taught second grade for about eight years before I decided that I wanted to take the impact farther. I wanted to bring my passion for education and kids and, and growing myself and growing them and growing the people, the adults and the colleagues, the team that I had around me into the administrative world. So for the last seven and a half years, I worked as uh, an administrator, both an assistant principal and a head principal um, over about four schools. So uh, really had the opportunity to work with a lot of students from a lot of backgrounds um, with a lot of stories. And I can't tell you just how much their stories have created a sense of love, belonging, care, understanding, empathy, and support, not just in my life, but hopefully I've done the same for them. Hopefully I've passed along that same feel for them, as well as the amazing people that I've worked alongside all of these years, countless numbers of adults who I got to walk through the doors, who impacted me, and hopefully I was able to to impact them as well. Unfortunately, as much as I loved that job and everything that came with it and everyone that came with it this year i was faced with some challenges medically Um, i grew up with a heart condition and uh, we thought that we had put it in the past but unfortunately the stress of life can sometimes bring it back around and that's what happened um, this year so i had to make a very uncomfortable decision a very challenging decision and uh, leaned on a lot of people and, and that's why I stand here today. Um, I do have a, a new full time job that I love. I work for the in- International Institute for Restorative Practices, um, which is a, a social science based in the foundation. Uh, found it's the foundation of it is that people um, just are happier, healthier and, and ready to work alongside people who want to do things with them rather than to them, for them or not at all. And um, it's always my style. Uh, both in my personal life and my friendships and um, my relationships with family, my wife, Andrea, whoever it may be, and then professionally with the people that I worked with. It was always the mindset of, I cannot lead or be the person you need me to be. If I'm walking 15 steps out in front of you or 20 steps behind you, we need to be walking right next to one another aligned. You know, We don't always have to agree. That's not life, but life is that we should try and be aligned. and and work together for the benefit of ourselves and for the people that we're working for um, or to impact which in my professional life was my students right so i stand here today working for that institute i'm very proud to be uh, an instructor and implementation coach and have the chance to travel um, and, and work with uh, schools and organizations all over the country. As a matter of fact, I'll get on a plane in a few days and head to San Diego um, to shadow a couple of instructors out there as they do a, a public event. So that'll be uh, an exciting experience for me. But why this podcast? Why this? Why now? Why? Well, I. why now is a question that I've stopped asking. If not now, when is the question? You know, I'm going to be 36 tomorrow. You might be listening to it uh, on my birthday, which is the best gift I could ask for. And if I wasn't going to do it now, when was I going to do it? You know, the the time there's never not a time. There's always going to be a time to impact others and to impact yourself. My hope from this show is that I'll meet people and talk to people that will impact me. And help me drive forward the values that they have, that they can instill in others, that I can take and move to instill in others, as well as impact myself and the people around me. You know, as the intro said, I think um, you know how we pay this forward matters just as much as how we were impacted. And and I think you know you'll come across people so often that you might not even know. Um, need that conversation or want to have that conversation and and that takes me back to where my love of story originated you know i stand here today a really proud person of the life that i've lived of the things that i've overcome of the relationships that i've formed the people that i um, that i get to call my friends the things that they've done all of i i just i'm very proud of the life that i've gotten to live um you know, there are still many things that I want to accomplish and many things that I want to do. And, and there are things that I know that I'm not super good at, but want to take the risk in trying anyway, right? It's all part of the story. But I got here for a lot of different reasons because of a lot of different people. And and over the course of this show, in my reflections, I'll probably talk about some of those people that I relate to um, in the sense of the stories that I hear from others. But for today, I want to focus on the person who really taught me the importance of story, and that's my grandpa. Um, my grandpa died 14, almost 14 years ago now. And that's really hard to believe he died when he was 89 years old i i I had the opportunity to spend 21 years with my grandfather which is a lot now i didn't know my mom's parents um they both passed before i was born and my grandmother um my grandpa my, my father's my father's mother passed away um when i was in sixth grade so while i knew her i didn't necessarily get the chance to really form the bond with her that i did my grandfather and, and, and here's the thing about my grandpa that I, that I feel is very important. This was a man who could turn any story into a cinematic thriller. I mean, just a story about when he was a child playing baseball on the street, on Mercer Street with his friends, would go for days in my head because of the way that he told it and the joy with which he told it. Grandpa once told me, and I'll never forget this. You know, when he he was about to turn 89, we asked him if he would write down his stories in a journal. Um, My cousin Teresa, who's older than me and myself, we we loved his stories. And both of us had asked him a number of times, and and he finally agreed. And on the night of his uh, 89th birthday party, he brought the journal out and showed it to us. And I'm like, my fingers are crossed that I'm getting it. Like, I'm like, I was part of this. And he handed it to Teresa the much more trustworthy of us. Um, so Teresa holds the uh, the power of the journal, but I often think about the stories that are in there because he sat and read a lot of those to us that night, and I, I remember just all of us being entranced in um, in those stories and and you know in his love of telling them. But you know he would tell to, tell us to them in groups, and he would tell them to us in in individually. But it didn't matter because those stories taught us so much watching him taught us so much he was the kindest person you would ever meet my grandfather owned a deli in easton pennsylvania joe's market and whoever came in there whoever met my grandfather just felt his compassion and his love he had the best sense of humor the greatest smile and a way to touch people's hearts without them knowing that he had done it. And I learned that kindness by sitting on the stools of the countertops at his deli, you know, surrounded by family, watching him walk back and forth to the back, invite me back, cut some meat, give me some turkey, and then get yelled at my grandmother for giving me turkey. And as I got older, I valued those times and those moments with him more and more. But it wasn't until a few months before he passed and i was in the midst of my first year of teaching that i went home and um did what we normally did on a saturday which was pick him up bring him to the bank and get uh, lunch at williams uh family restaurant right 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 near our house and i remember him sitting there and and telling me um a story of a woman who used to work at his um his deli and how he, she reminded him of our waitress that day, and the waitress looked very tired, and and you know he he could tell it had been a long a long morning for her. And his way of talking to her in her moments of panic, she kept apologizing and kept apologizing, and he eventually looked at her and he said, "Hey, Sue's," which is what he called every single female in his life: my mother, my wife, his daughter. Uh, His daughter in law's daughters in law, whoever he met, Suze. So he looked at her and said, Hey, Suze, why don't you have a seat? (laughs) And she said, No, she couldn't sit down. But eventually, on one of her trips, she sat down. And he just told her that she reminded him of somebody that he cared for very deeply. And somewhere there was someone who cared for her very deeply in the same way. And that maybe when she was done, to give her a call, give that person a call. And when she walked away, he said, you see, sometimes you don't want to walk in someone's shoes because you walk on the same ground. What you want to do is look through their eyes and see what they see. Understand their story. Let their story guide yours in that moment with them. And guys, since that moment, I've taken on this new passion for stories. You know, my grandfather's stories were one thing, watching him and... Seeing his story play out certainly made me the person that I am. But that moment when he told me to look through someone else's eyes, ask the questions to get into their vision and truly see what it's like to be them for a moment. That's where it really starts. That's how you impact people. That's how you become a character for the positive in their prequel. You see, every moment up till this moment right now, someone has played a role in my life. Someone has impacted me in some way. And guys, I'll be honest, they always haven't been grandpops, right? There have been people in my life who have impacted me in a negative way, but they're still part of my prequel. I've learned not to treat people that way because I didn't like it. I once had a teammate who basically took his gear off when I was in the batter's box because I was in a big slump. And then I overheard him later telling somebody that I just wasn't that good anymore. You know, that person told a story that day of how they felt about me. And I would never want to make someone feel the way that I felt that day. Certainly, I've forgiven that person and I've moved on and I hope that they're happy. But I learned a lesson in how to treat people in that moment. Every person that I've come in contact with over life, even if it's just a smile on the street, has played a role in making me who I am. And that matters. Our stories intersect. You know, our stories intersect. And if we do this the right way, if we live out a story that's about love and compassion, then our story doesn't end. It's just a legacy that continues. And my goal in this podcast is to bring people on that have a legacy or that are building a legacy, that have overcome, that have built, that have challenged themselves in the face of adversity. They haven't stopped at the wall, but have climbed over it, ran through it, right? They've gotten stopped a couple of times, but they tried again anyway, because that's what pushes them. I want to know the people like my grandfather who impacted them, who were part of their story. But I really want to know how they pay it forward now. For me, I've paid it forward my whole life through education. Now that I've had to step away from that, what's next? Well, it's through the IIRP. It's through this. It's through conversations with people and bringing those to you so that you can be impacted. It's about loving people and letting them know that they matter. It's about still going into schools and still paying it forward with stories, with impassionate conversations with teachers, and really helping them see their value and understand what they do every day. Doing the same for for kids as they're getting ready to go to college or in college. That's how I want to pay it forward. Because there have been so many people in my life that have pushed me. It's my turn to keep pushing them. So my goal in this podcast is to bring you more people like that. So that when you turn that podcast on, you know, you're in for a ride, a roller coaster ride that's going to end with a smile and a good feeling and a note of how you can move forward and empower people. We're all leaders. If we do this the right way, if we can make someone else's story better and be a positive chapter, then we've committed to making their prequel one that they will be able to benefit from in a positive way. But that's up to us. That's up to us. So I hope that you're ready for this podcast. I hope that you're ready for the conversations. This one is released on March 1st. However, there won't be another one until two weeks from now. I'm traveling and I want to make sure the first one is here in my home, but you can keep listening to this one. Hopefully it got you ready to go. I'm excited about it and I hope you are too. And in the meantime, think about your story. That's my challenge to you today. Think about your story. And if you're watching this on YouTube, give me in the comments the person who impacted you and share this it's time we start reflecting on the good stuff's going to happen things are going to come our way bad things will happen learn from them make them part of your origin story and from that moment forward change the narrative use the people and the things that have impacted you positively shaped you molded you made you want to be better and use those to move forward don't get stuck in the other stuff. Don't let your story freeze or go unwritten. That's my challenge to you while you wait for our next episode. But I cannot wait to get our first episode going. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. I'll release a video while I'm out in California to announce who that first guest is. I'm really excited about the first guest. Uh, It's someone who's become a very good friend of mine and I can't wait to bring them on to share their story with you. In the meantime, before I go, I promised myself I was going to keep it to about 20 minutes. So I have just a few moments here. I want to say a special thank you there are a lot of people who work through this process with me um, people that I ask a lot of questions to and I want to make sure that I acknowledge them. Um, The first one being my wife Andrea I love you I appreciate everything you did to get me to this point Um, in supporting me I want to say a special thank you to Chance who's a teacher that I had a chance to work with and no pun intended buddy Um, but I I I can't tell you how many text messages that he got and shared with me about the, the title book ideas that I have all of these things. Right. Um, so thank you buddy for, for all of that. Really, really appreciate you. Uh, my buddy rags who I do another podcast with, who did the intro to this His voice is great, isn't it? Like it's incredible. Uh, wanna say thank you to him for that, my buddy, Ryan, who helped me put together the website, um, and has spent a lot of time, you know, talking through ideas with me, uh, as well. Uh, my buddy Matt, um, who was up with me for like an hour and a half the other night, as I had a meltdown over the name that I wanted to use but ended up not using and uh another you know buddy that i'm starting to build a really good connection with our stories are now intersecting um and that's ken ken thank you for the for you know nodding this final idea with me of of the prequel um and so many other people that i know i'm forgetting so if i did forget you i'm very sorry and know that i love and appreciate everything you did to get this to this point so if you are aren't already Following me on social media, um, you can find me on Mike Aselina at uh, on Facebook. Uh, there's a great community that I'm starting there with videos and content and, and all sorts of things. You can go to www.mikeaselina.com um, for my blog, and and this video will be here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Gasolina and you can follow me on um, TikTok at Mike Gasolina five as well and all of that is on um, My my web my website so you can find all my socials on on there as well And if you haven't already done, so click subscribe um, On the YouTube channel and please 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 click subscribe wherever you get your podcast and rate this I want to make this a thing. I want story to become the part of our lives that we use to connect. Because once we connect, the relationship becomes really, really hard to break. So let's use story to make this world a better place because there's a lot of good stories out there. It's time to focus on those. Thank you so much for listening. You're gonna hear me sign off the same way every time. I love each and every one of you and appreciate you taking the time to listen. Go make your story great, and along the way, make someone else's great too. Much love, everybody.